Welcome back, everybody, to the Power Stroke Tech Talk podcast. This is number 38. We are missing some particular guests tonight's episode, but we have returning member Cody and newcomer Connor down at the bottom. We're going to be talking about our trucks and everything that uh, pretty much surrounds that. Um, for those of you that are not able to watch us on or listen to us on YouTube, Red, make sure to check us out on those mainstream podcast apps. Uh, you guys know the deal, podcast, uh, Podbean, Spotify, you know all of those um we're missing uh sleepy ds and meat man maddie matt and old reeland but we're gonna venture on and um you know some 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 of the big things or one of the big things i guess that i'd like to really talk about tonight is or just uh, conversate about is these new trucks and like I hate talking bad about the product and I'm not talking bad about the product. It's just what I'm hearing and all of the problems with electrical, whether it be uh, this, this new recall that I haven't even really looked at or paid attention to it. Um, um, I don't really get a whole lot of F-150s, but uh, the steering gear recall with the, the, the steering shaft, uh, not able to turn left or right. Like what, what is going on with these these new trucks and the gentleman we had on uh, a couple of podcasts ago uh, with his brand new 21 that ruby red one um, he purchased his truck he's from texas after seeing my 350 and now he's got transmission leak he just called me today or not called but you know contacted me today via text and uh, um, you know it, it says his ac's not working and you know, it's only got a hundred, a thousand miles, um, a thousand miles on the unit. And I mean, I don't, I know it's just a, a small percentage for say with the amount of vehicles that are actually on the road, but you know, as a repairing technician and actually an owner of one of these, uh, I mean, it's a little disheartening sometimes. I guess you can't really worry about stuff you can't control, but you know, I got out of a 1998 F-150, 4.2 liter, 4x2, 5-speed. Never really had any issues. Had to put a couple brake calipers on it, did a tune-up, drained the trans fluid. I had to put a muffler on it. And after all those years, never touched the spare tire until right before I got my truck, I actually had a, my first flat tire in that truck and had to drop the spare thing came right down. I, I had no problem. I never had to replace a, a, Ringo Redu, bleh, a window regulator, a blower motor, instrument cluster, not nothing. And here I get a brand new 20 F-350. And, you know, the reason why I got rid of the 98, you know, it was time to get a new vehicle. I was going to have to start to put... Uh, some rear leaf springs and front shocks and U-joints and then you know, it's a can of worms. It's over 20 years old and then this is going to lead to this. And it's like, I'm not trying to spend $3,000, $4,000 just to try to keep this truck on the road. So I take the risk and you guys see what I'm talking about and what I what I uh, preach about all the time, my, my brand new 2020. 
and now it's it's kind of like you get the new car so you don't have nothing to worry about it's brand new there's no noises you're not you know because you get you know i remember getting in my truck it's still you know it's my my truck you know you're in technician mode all the time you know getting, what, what was that sound what was that huh wait is am i pulling when i'm breaking you know, like constantly, you know, you know, well, did something change? It's just, I don't, it's, I can't get it out. I'm always diagnosing. I'm always, I cannot turn it off. I'm in somebody else's car. Dude, what is, what is that? What are you, what, what are you talking about, man? It's, I, I can't shut it off. So you get, you know, this new truck and I, 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 I mean, I really don't want to think about these things. And, you know, I, I see this truck come in or I hear uh, other technicians converse and kind of, you know, hey, A-Rod, you know, have you ever seen this concern? I'm like, are you for real? I'm like, what is going on out there? I, I don't, I don't know if it's, you know, I've heard the term, you know, oh, you got a COVID truck. <sighs> Do you use that as an excuse? Like, I'm, I'm really sick and tired of hearing and using people using COVID as an excuse and why this, oh, it's because of COVID, well, it's because, well, <sighs> Okay, people, I, I, I'm not blaming that on that. Do you know how many trucks were made in 2020? You know how many vehicles, for the matter, were made in 2020? I don't know. A lot. Is every one of those vehicles now haunted because it's a 2020 and you got a COVID vehicle? Come on, man. Come on. You know? <laughs> I don't want to, again, badmouth the brand, but being, again, an owner, you guys know how much these trucks, this truck was $75,000. You know what that man's sticker was? The 450s, you know what DS's sticker was? More than mine. Why is it leaking oil already? Why do I have a water leak already? Like, can you tell me I got water pouring in through my, my, my roof console? My 98 didn't leak water. My 98 didn't leak oil. I mean, like, come on. I, it, it frustrates me because I have all the time in the world for real to fix everybody else's truck. When am I going to fix mine? I don't even want to fix mine. I don't have time to fix mine. I don't even care that it's going to be a job. I, I, I don't have, I don't have time, let alone tear into your own vehicle. And on top of it, I mean, I'm going to say that I'm probably not going to have all the parts. Something's going to be back ordered, whether it's the silicone or this bolt that is for whatever reason, one time use or you know, I, I don't, I don't know what to think. Sometimes it's, it's, it's kind of hard to digest. You know, I love my truck. It's my first new vehicle I've ever had. This, this, this was used, mind you, my first used vehicle I've ever bought and paid for. This is my first new vehicle, and it's important to me. It, it's personal. It's my vessel on how I deliver my content to you guys. I talk about this truck, this engine, you know, what I'm, you know, my mods, how, how have I've personalized it. And, you know, for 
I guess, you know, for you to not waste your time, but to pour in so much of your time into a product that I wholeheartedly believe in. I mean, I, I feel the Ford company, the Ford Motor Company did a great job with the, the Super Duty. I love it. It's everything I could ever, I can't, I, you guys see this? When I drive this, I don't even know why I'm driving it. I don't even want to drive it. I cannot see myself not behind a Super Duty. And as funny as it may seem, I just, I, I don't know what to tell you. The, 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 it, I do not want to not be behind a Super Duty. It's that important to me. And, you know, I can only emphasize for these customers on a personal level. I get it. You see that black truck sitting out there? That's mine, man. I totally get it, brother. And I'm going to try to figure this out because you know what? I need to be on top of it. What happens if it happens to my truck? If it happens to my truck, I can't get here to fix your truck. Then you have this chip shortage. I still don't know where this chip is going in these trucks, what module, what, what electronics this is going in. But, you know, on top of dealing with that, in dealing with these situations that are arising with these new trucks, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know what's going on out there, man. This is Cody up here. He's got a 97 OBS. Dude's running strong at almost 500,000 miles. Probably worth a good penny or two with today's current used car market prices. And, um, oh, nice, uh, nice flag there in the background, bud. Where oh, what, that one? I see it. I see it. Yeah, I've had and, that for uh, two years now. Hell yeah. And, um, you know, it's like, do you just stick with the old stuff? I know everybody loves these computers and creature comforts and, and all this technology, but I have this, this old, older neighbor. He was born in the thirties, 1932. And, um, you know, I, I guess you, you listen to the old, you know, listen to him yap and you just kind of, you know, you're just listening to him just jab, you know. And he said, this world is becoming a push-button world, and it is no good. He said, people are going to start clubbing each other for water. And although we are not doing that at this current state, dude, we're not far off from just not goodness going on. And what 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 are we going to do if we don't have good running trucks you can't even buy uh used trucks well i mean you can but you're going to be paying a good penny and they're going to be hard to find i don't know connor um i don't know i don't remember what year didn't what your super dude you say you had the 13 13 i don't know what the condition of his truck is in but these 13s <laughs> 14s and 15s if they're good shape, people are paying thirty, forty, almost fifty thousand dollars for these things. That's crazy. crazy. 
let us know in the comment section if any of you guys right now let us know what you're driving go to kbb.com and tell me how much your truck is worth it is it is silly um i could sell mine right now and make 20 grand wow what that's crazy i i the 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 way the snowball and a chain of events everything takes place and how it trickles down and affects everybody i mean you both know here listening everybody listening getting parts that's become such a chore to even get a vehicle repaired you know they may implement you know a new part you know or something and you know, supplies or quantities, you know, may not be ready to fulfill everything, but, you know, like enough is enough. I don't know when everything's going to semi turn back to somewhat normal, but, uh, you know, having, I guess, I guess if I didn't own a super duty, maybe, maybe it wouldn't bother me as so much. But now that I'm on this side of the fence, like, dude, what's going on? Like, what do we what do we need to fix? Like, do we need to start just jam packing everything with dielectric grease? Do we need to uh, start wrapping tin foil around all the modules? Or like, I don't. What the what what's going on? I don't I don't know. Connor, what do you think's going on? This is some crazy times out there. And these trucks are really what make the world go round. And it just, uh, I don't know, man. Like, how, how does it affect you? What, what, what are you doing with your Super Duty? Um, I actually, a month ago, uh, traded it in. Really? Yep. I, Dang! So I am probably the only one, only person I know of that has had as many issues that I had with it, with a 6.7. Really? Yeah, I had, um, I kept having the rocker arms fall off the valve. Like every 2,000 miles. For real? Almost. It was crazy. I, so I bought the truck last June. And how, many, how many miles we got on here? I bought it with 137,000. Okay, okay. And the mistake I made was it was deleted when I bought it. And so I drove it until the weekend of Halloween. At this point, I had around 147,000. I put 10,000 miles on it. And then I was like, man, that, that thing sound, it sounded like it was, it, I was running on seven and a half cylinders realistically but i was out of town with the truck so i couldn't just work on it there so then i kept driving it until i got back to my shop tore it apart and i was about to lose the whole passenger side of the motor pretty much wow falling off the rockers and so then i put it back together and then i did it a little bit too fast and a week after I did that, um, the three bolts that hold the rocker arm on, they snapped. And that was my fault. Like, I, I tightened it a little bit too much. 
well then because I, I didn't realize that was what the issue was and uh you know how hard those injectors are to get out when they don't mm -hmm. want to come out mm -hmm. and um i don't know if you remember but i made a facebook post on one of the groups of using a three foot long pipe with something that i uh screw onto the top of the injector and then i use the pipe with a piece of wood and i knock on it in order to raise it raise the injector up and i was actually only able to get an injector out that way wow and then i actually ended up i found a whole motor for like three thousand that was rebuilt my machine shop so i put that in because i thought i, I was going to need a motor and then that lasted for about a month <sighs> and then it broke again so i fixed it real quick i, I got very fast at doing this too <laughs> it only took me including me working uh usually eight to five you know after hours it only took me three days to, to take apart to take the valve cover off and and do that it, it helped that there wasn't a a cooler on a lot but right. and then uh when did i i traded it in in the middle of april yeah middle of april i got it back running and when I first got it, I drove it like I stole it because it was deleted. And it was usually fun. how it goes. Usually yeah. how it goes. Well, it mm -hmm. lasted longer like that than it did when I was taking my time and, and, and driving it nicely. But so I was I just accepted the fact that, you know, this thing was the spawn of Satan. And so now I, I got. Twenty six thousand for it. That's what they gave me for trade in. And Damn. it did run. It, it it ran um but it, it if you would start it sometimes when you'd start it it would run perfectly and other times it would run like it was down a cylinder yikes so i traded it uh, now i have a 2016 half ton with the v8 okay. and i'm gonna drive that until i can find another diesel to buy how many miles on that uh, that one I bought it with eighty-eight thousand, and now I'm at ninety-four thousand. Heck I've yeah! Had it for for around a month. Heck yeah! Yeah, those uh, I've seen a, a couple of those, uh, particularly were tow trucks, and the rocker arms had kind of, bink, had fallen off the uh, the tops of the valves, and I don't think this particular one. I don't know. I can't remember. It was uh, it was something really weird, and it it wasn't an injector, and it was like, are you serious? Like, I'm gonna take this valve cover off? Like, I don't, <laughs> we don't ever. It's not something we do. Oh, I take the valve cover off. You know, six seven. It's just not like a six liter where it's no the bolts, and then you just take it right off. <laughs> it's like we don't. I don't ever really have to take valve covers off. And lo and behold, take the valve cover off, and the the two front cylinders, the rocker arms were just. Yeah, and it like, was unreal and i love the truck uh it was a it was a lariat and it um i actually at that point i had recently replaced the sunroof track which was a, a nice and and, and time-consuming job mm -hmm. and i was I, I really liked the truck it was it was black with the two-tone um and i had i had wheels and, and tires on it it was on a level um it was it was a really nice truck but i just couldn't and then I was like, well, what's causing this? Because my both of my bosses and my coworker, they all have six sevens. 
Um, my bosses have a 2013 and 14, one with 200,000 and one with 110,000. And then my coworker is going to have 200,000 by the 4th of July. Hmm. And, and it's like, but I'm the only one that bought the truck and my truck had five owners when I bought it. Your truck did? Yeah. My 13. Yeah. Maybe, maybe somebody before you drove a little too hard. Yeah, it had that. Uh, it had a rear main oil leak, um, and I paid way too much for the truck. I paid thirty for it last year, Damn. but when I bought it, it was everything I wanted, and I was expecting. I, I was told that they were the most reliable one, so I took that to heart, and I had the I got the one that wasn't the most reliable. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, I'm sorry for your, your uh, misfortune there. Uh, you know that it's. I think I just responded to a comment today, and I had answered him a week ago, and he just responded back to me. Um, he's like, he makes a comment. He's like, um, you know, a good friend of mine is selling a thirteen or fourteen or something. It's got 230,000 miles on it. And all he does is tow a camper. Uh, and, I, and I'm thinking about buying it. Should I? And it's like, well, how, how do you respond? To, you know, it's like I really, I truly, truly <laughs> respond to everybody. And I, I try to because I would want somebody to respond to me. Um, but I'm like, how am I going to respond to this? You know, I don't want to, you know, come off like a, you know, a dick or anything. And... I'm like, well, buddy, you don't you don't know how this truck was taken care of, so it's going to be a crapshoot. I think it's you know, paraphrasing what I said. Okay. And he finally responds back, and is like, oh, I know uh, this person, this person personally. Uh, I know uh, you know everything he's done to the truck, and you know, da 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 da. And. He wound up emailing me and, you know, I told him, you know, people's taking care of is really up to interpretation because like my taking yeah. care of is going to be way different than what Cody's is taking care of or vice versa with Connor. So, you know, when I'm dealing with people, like when they're asking me that question, I have to let them know that like, okay, hold on, dude. Yeah, it may be. You know, like Connor said, this truck was everything I wanted. It, you know, had this, this, and this, and this. But that's besides the point. If you had a way to tell how many owners there were before or somehow uh, was able to verify those maintenance records or, you know, I'm keeping a strict regimen of my intervals and where I'm filling up in the oil and da-da-da-da-da. So there's people out there that do that and i know it may be hard at times to find those kinds of sellers but those are the ones that you want to look for my coworker, perfect example of it old timer 15 100k cherry boom everything was done had dealer records uh just uh just lapsed it's a final esp like it was that's a six, seven you'd want to buy. But when you get into an instance such as Connor's and it is unfortunate, (laughs) but when you have, you know, other, several other owners prior to him and the fact that some of the things were removed every, every, and he just said it, 
every, every circumstance where I see or hear a truck that's had things removed in and um, uh, it having problems, you know, there's probably a good reason for that. And it's because they drove it like they stole it. When you're buying a truck, my advice to anybody is to just stay away from the stuff that's gone. Um, if it is uh, something you're looking for, I would deeply, deeply, deeply consider um, you know, other options because it really is going to turn into a can of worms. You buy this truck and now you're on the side of the road with your fifth wheel because now you're whatever rocker arms you're now you know, popped off, what, whatever the case is. Right now you got a, a rod hanging uh, at the side of your block saying, hi. So I hate to see those things. I hate to see those things with the new trucks. I don't feel, I mean, humans are making those. Humans are not perfect. Although I didn't have any issues with my 98 different times i did have a speed control recall um so did a, a billion other vehicles so did mine yeah um you know i guess we just take it really as uh as it comes it's nothing i mean people are always gonna uh, bitch about something you know, if it's uh, uh, not half empty or half full, what, what, whatever, if somebody's going to give you something, something to complain about. And, you know, I don't want to be a complainer, but I also don't want my $75,000 truck to leak oil or leak water or leak anything other than what I'm making it leak from doing fuel filters or changing the oil, which I need to do. I keep, I don't, I don't have time. You Drop know, it off at the house. Time. <laughs> you can buy a watch, but you cannot buy time. I wish I could buy time. Like, for real. Like, can I, like, buy a credit and, like, get a couple more hours? Like, just ching, ching, ching. I wish it worked like that. It's just so, there's so much stuff to do in such little time. I tell you what, life is, I was just reading a quote or something or something on Facebook and it was like an old, older, older person giving wisdom or whatever. And um, it was like a flashing pictures. And then, you know, you know, another old person, you would have a quote, you know, another one. And one older lady is like, slow down and live life. And it's something I've been thinking about. And it's really, really hard to slow down just with, you know, I don't know just with life, with work, with YouTube, with family, with what's going on in the world. It's like, you, it's so hard. You like almost need to go out and go um, to the forest. <laughs> Stay out there a long time. Too much. You need to disconnect. I need to find a way to disconnect sometimes. I don't want to disconnect I all the time. I think I got a meme for that. But I would love to disconnect sometimes. You know what we need to do is disconnect. And this guy, when he hears it, he's, I know he's going to text me as soon as he hears it. My boy from Texas, uh, the guy I was just talking about with the 21. We need to get 
uh, together, everybody, now that these these COVID restrictions are getting lifted, we need to do an all meetup um, somewhere. I don't know, central to uh, all of us, um, you know, meet up, let's barbecue, let's, you know, hang out, do, do, let's, let's have a live Power Stroke Tech Talk podcast uh, with everyone, hang out, disconnect, we're not worrying about anything else, but just the, the uh, warm brotherly love and the, the Power Strokes we got before us, because, you know, I would like to meet a lot of you guys, and I think, you know, talking about in person about our trucks and, and you know, what, what do humans do? We talk over food, we converse, we socialize. And, uh, you know, I think that would be fun. That's uh, finally these these bands and stuff are getting lifted. It's really been cumbersome, even even with at the dealer and not having customers come in and and uh, not not being able to wait with your vehicle. It's, you know, sometimes people don't want to leave their vehicle out of the site. And, um you know, it's just really, you blame it on COVID because you can't <laughs> run away from it. You can't hide from it. You can't hide from the effects of it because everywhere you look, I can't, I have to pay instead of a dollar nine for this, you're paying $4 and nine cents. Like, what, what did glass go up now? Like, come on. It's not, I'm just being facetious. Use an example. Um, I don't know. I wonder what all uh, all sleepy DS would be saying about uh, what he's been experiencing at the plant. I haven't uh, really talked to him a whole lot. We've been we've all been busy, especially Reeland and, and DS with their their landscapers uh, doing their duties with their super duties. Uh, I know DS today is actually uh, June second is when we are recording this. So I'm a little bit of ways before you guys are going to be seeing this. Um, and DS just put a video up tonight um, using actually drone footage. And uh, big kudos to you, big bro. Uh, that's taking it to the next level. I, uh, I made that duty in 4K look pretty mean, man. But you forgot to turn the fog lights on, bruh. I'm a lights dude. You turn the fog lights off for him. Whatever. Looked good. Driving. Things flying behind him in the parking lot. Close, close course. He wasn't breaking laws. He just was in his own parking lot that he owns. So he's got all vertical airspace all the way up to uh, Uranus. And um, he can fly wherever he wants. So uh, make sure to check out his stuff. That was a really good video. Um, just mixing some songs that he that he typically uses in his uh, in his videos. Um, the duties, you know, when you when even when you look on Facebook, the uh, 20, uh, 2017 and up Super Duty Group and the Illumi Duty Group and the twenty twenty four Ford Super Duty Group, I think it's called. They are always posting pictures of people's super duties. It's towing a gooseneck. It's got uh, uh, like Ford. I don't know if you're listening. Your commercials are great. I love how you guys tint the front windshields on them. Looks clean. I love it. I got it. But your commercials, dude, these super duty pictures you guys are seeing on Facebook, you got to get these guys 
to make the commercials. The commercials, the commercials are made, which is true. They're not bad. You guys put a lot of work into them. This is the real world. This is out in the tundra. This is out in the mountains. This dude's pulling on his farm. This dude's got his welder truck hooked up. This is the stuff that I'm kind of blown away. Like these super duties are photogenic. Them 450s look bad as hell. That wide ass front end. And although I'm not really a lifted truck dude not really into carly lifts i'm not into any level i'm not changing t i'm not i'm not into that i'm not into the going down the road yeah, 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 i'm not into that i don't like to hear my tires sing and some of the trucks they look pretty sweet i, I will give them that i wouldn't do it to mine they're spending a good co some good coin and I'm looking at these frames and they're not black. So I'm only left to assume these dudes are powder coating these frames. Like, okay, I've replaced a frame before and I know what you need to do. So if you're doing that just to pout, man, that is, you, you just bought a Super Duty and you're doing this? And that's a lot of money. They're spending just as much on the upgrades as they did the truck. That's a lot of money. And now you can kind of more realize like and then it's leaking oil and it's leaking water what are you doing to me like what what, what is go my 98 didn't different times different materials i know back in 1998 we weren't using soy based wrapping for our harnesses I've done a lot of critter repairs on these new vehicles, but not on these old vehicles. Different standards. I'm sure, I'm, I'm not, I'm sure, I know there's costs, differences involved with different materials and then the cost of the vehicle and per vehicle and da-da-da, that adds up. I totally get it. But... Um, I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. How oh, is my 97 still kicking? I didn't really get to eat dinner. And then I said barbecue, and all I see is like a brisket with freaking like twice baked potatoes, some green bean casserole, and maybe some mac and cheese. Man, I'm starving. Who wants to whip that up and overnight that up to D-Town? Hook me up. I'm starving. I'll wait. I'll, I'll fast until then. Um, I don't know. What do I got going on at work right now? Transit. Putting an engine in a transit. I think I, I think I just caught inadvertently a whiff of uh some funness that cody may or may not have just swiped across the video screen uh that is something that i kind of want to talk about um in a roundabout way 
uh, like I said, this is uh, filmed way in advance and I'm hoping to have implemented a teaser video in to my regimen, but I'm gonna give you a small teaser now uh, for those of you that are listening and listen close because I'm about to drop something on you all that you all are going to want and for the sake of argument are going to need because there are people out here in this world that unfortunately want your truck more than you. Not only truck, you can say car too. They are going to want your Ford product more than you. And I'm talking not truck, car and truck and van. If it is a Ford vehicle, I got you covered because it is uh, on top of the subjects that we've talked about already, theft is one of the big things that I'm also constantly hearing. Southern Florida, Texas, Cali. I don't know what's going on, but these trucks are getting ripped off. And I feel so confident in my ability to implement this for you all that whoever is going to use their sophisticated computer to gain access to your push button truck because now you don't need a key. Let's say they don't have a computer. Let's say they just busted a hole, pushed out your lock cylinder, which is what I hear that they're doing. Go cut the horn so it's not blowing. You better bring a freaking tow truck because that thing is not moving at least under its own power you can do whatever you want to do i'm looking all of you right in the eye you can do and if you thieves are listening to me good luck buddy good luck and that's pretty much where i'm gonna end it i'm excited about it right now we are in prototype testing phase one it is currently on a vehicle that is being tested and uh, we are liking the results. I've spoke to this individual uh, numerous times in this last past week. And uh, he is, uh, what should I say without saying what I want to say? He is utilizing this function multiple, and I mean multiple, like not 5, 10, 15, 20, hundreds. We could be cusping over the thousands every day, has had no issues. And uh, we're real, real excited uh, to let you guys know uh, what we got available, what we have available for your Ford product. And uh, we're going to let you know shortly, once 
I don't know how many phases there are until I say there's no more phases, but we have a couple of phases to go through. And um, the next one's going to be better. And the next one's going to be better. And there's going to be a final product that you guys are going to love. For those of you that know me or contact me uh, via social media, and you guys know who you are, there's guys that I talk to on a regular, and there's guys that just blow me up. Hey, they want answers uh, to, for free to fix their trucks. For those of you that you know who you are that talk to me all the time, I'll make sure to let you in. And um, I mean, I guess really, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to have to start taking pre-orders, but I got to tell you guys first what it is. Uh, Cause I, it's not, uh, you guys aren't going to not want it. So I'm excited. I'm going to write a little star right here next to the picture I have on my notepad because I'm going to call that individual tomorrow. Say, what kind of changes do we need to make? I need some more feedback because um, this is going to be grand. I'm excited. And I'm not going to talk about it anymore because I'm just going to keep talking about it. So I cut myself off. Um, what else do we have on the docket? We did the transit at work. We did that. I got, got my water leak parts, my water leak, my water leak, one of my cab two, the three middle cab lights I have verified are leaking. Three, three. I have not yet confirmed if the outer ones are, I still have yet to pull the headliner down. Um, still haven't fixed my oil leak, obviously, as we were talking. Um, but um, I do need to change my oil, which I am contemplating either saving or using. I think I'm going to use uh, the oil that our uh, Amsoil uh, rep that came on, Tom Brown. Uh, big shout out to him. Uh, we'll link his info in the description if you guys got any questions about uh, oils uh, specifically pertaining to your your uh, power stroke and um, um, coolants. Coolants was a big one that we talked about uh, on a previous podcast that you guys are already going to listen to prior to this one. Um, and a uh, uh, big thanks for sending me some 0W40. It is on the chart of uh, oil uh, in the owner's manual, and it is the the oil viscosity with the widest range of uh, temperature. So uh, not that I am um, in severe negative temperatures or in high uh, Arizona, uh, Texan, even Florida weather. Uh, I'm going to give it a try. Um, I have not yet installed the oil bypass uh, from AMSOIL. I am uh, uh, brainstorming on a location where to actually mount that. Uh, the video that I did a couple of weeks back uh, prior to this filming was talking about the actual AMSOIL bypass kit that was sent to me. And... Somebody had commented about some dude 
uh, who I can't, some Don guy maybe, who actually made a kit or a, a, a special bracket to go underneath these trucks. And um, I like what he did, but I think, I mean, I'm not a um, fabricator by any means. So I'm using, you know, the, the, the uh, setup that Tom sent me, but uh, I want to experiment. I want to see, you know, exactly where this would go on, on my, my kind of truck. If this is going to be, you know, somebody had said they had the dual, the dual filter system. Uh, I was uh, only got the, the single, single filter, but you know, with, with my driving habits, I am only going to occur about no BS about 12,000 miles a year. With running that, getting an oil analysis and so on and so forth, dues are going 20, 25,000 miles on oil changes. I can't change my oil to once in every two years. Like I, I don't know if the oil bypass is maybe right for me. I don't really work my truck. I didn't buy my Super Duty to work. I bought my vehicle as a daily driver. I don't tow anything. I don't put anything in the bed. I don't have a boat. I'm not going to buy a boat. It's specifically... Uh, it's a pavement queen, I guess, if you want to call it. I don't, I, I keep it clean and I drive it from point A to point B. I don't, I don't do anything with it. So, you know, if, you know, I don't even know if DS would really benefit from it. I would say the guys that would really be 100% for this would be my million mile plus dude. Although he's changing his oil every 8,000 miles, not saying because you have that many more miles, you should go longer on your oil change, but it's a little too late to tell. But if he had that AMS oil kit on it from when he first got the truck, would he be getting a million miles on it? Would he have noticed any difference? I think for peace of mind, it would be better suited for a vehicle that is actually working the truck. Mind you, with my distances, you know, and your worry about fuel dilution. And one of my big things with, with frequency of regens, and you all know short trips are not conducive to regen passive regen, I should say. So there's just not enough temp to get the filter hot. And you guys saw in one of my videos that we had talked about um, outside comparing the 650-750 to the 550 chassis. And what really takes place during a passive and active regen. And, you know, one of the things that we worry about as diesel owners with all this after treatment stuff is, is you know, if if we don't drive the vehicle in a manner for it to be driven, you know, we're going to create 
all this more extra soot and this stuff's going to get trapped in the oil and our oil is going to get blacker and this is going to wear our engine out. And, you know, you just, well, I can subsize that, uh, uh, subside that with, with running full synthetic. Yes and no. I mean, is it going to give you more superior protection? Most definitely. Is it going to give you a better temperature range? Maybe. I don't know what your viscosity you're running. Um, if you were to ask me if I was going to put it on, I'm undecided right now. I, I want it to benefit uh, someone better than it would benefit me. I just don't think maybe I'm the right candidate for a filter bypass system uh, on my particular vehicle because I'm, I'm not putting that many miles on it. And I, I wish, kind of wish I had Tom here to, to interject, um, to correct me if I'm wrong uh, or um, maybe point out something else that I'm missing. But, um, you know, that's kind of my thoughts on it. I don't, I'd be curious, what do you guys, um, a lot of you guys responded in the comment section to that video, but uh, here on the podcast, are you guys running um, the AMSOIL kit? Um, do you have the dual? Do you have the single? I'm not limiting, limit, limit. I am not limiting this question to power strokes. Um, the bozos that have the, Cummins and them dirty maxes. Do you guys have any of this stuff on your truck? Just curious. I don't want to know anything else about your truck or anything else about your engine. Just want to know if, if you're running uh, those AMSOIL uh, kits as well. And as if, uh, and, and if you are seeing a notice uh, with your oil analysis, if your metals and, and you know, the whole, the whole Blackstone printout, um, I'd be curious to see. I've been thinking about it. Uh, right now I have Motorcraft 5W40 in there. And I changed it at about 7,500 maybe, maybe 8,000. This would be a second oil change. I changed it when I was in Limitless, uh, getting all my strobes done. Um, but I've been thinking about seeing what my oil analysis, uh, comes back as, and, uh, I don't have any Blackstone. I've reached out to those guys and have yet to hear a response as response from them, um, as well as SP, where you at? <laughs> I'm done with SP. I don't know what the dilly is. Uh, been nothing but promoting their products if they're listening amy dan or chance i don't know what you guys got going on over there but i'm i'm uh, uh I, you know maybe there's something i don't know going on if you guys are blaming it on covid but they i are very busy they're very that that's fine yeah. but there there's a, a, a certain level of customer service that has to take place when you're interjecting with this community. Not me. I'm a nobody. Not 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 my clan. Everybody in this whole nation who's running running power strokes or running dirty maxes or Cummins, there's a certain level of customer interaction you have. 
people drive all over the United States to have me work on their vehicle because they like the customer satisfaction and they like the repairs that I do. There is a certain level of customer help that people expect. I have a good friend of mine who placed a $10,000 order with SPE. 10 G's was told that the stuff was in stock. Dude's waiting more than two months. Like, there's one thing. You be up front. Just let me know. Something unforeseen, let me know. But the customer service, when you call, I have all the emails and I have the text messages. I have the Facebooks. I have the Instagram. As soon as you shout out to them, their automated responses. Thank you for contacting SP. And one more business day, we'll be contacting. That's cool. I'm still waiting, man. People constantly. I give you guys the benefit of the doubt. Maybe two, three times a week. Maybe three. Hey, A-Rod. I just got a brand new 21 Super Duty. Oh, I want to get this SPE drain I saw on your video. Man, I'm about to tell these people, and I do not talk bad about the brand. I believe in it. I'm not going to be recommending SPE no more. Not because their products are no good. That's not the reason. I love their products. I wish I could get more of their products. It's their customer service. There is, that's not how you do business. That's not how you do business. I am a nobody, a nobody from nobody. I made two videos. I never told you guys. I wasn't looking for any payment from you guys. I wasn't nothing. I just wanted to let you know. I sent you a friendly link. You guys were, wow, that was great. Thank you so much. Talk back and forth. That's it. I don't hear nothing. Was waiting to hear back from them. Said, we'll get back to you. Don't want to send you some stuff for your truck. What, whatever you want. I'm, I'm, what did she say? Um, I'm also in the back uh, packaging boxes too. And I'll make sure to set some stuff aside for you because I want to get some stuff out to you. Honey, that was like back by Christmas. I understand stuff's going on. But I call. I just actually looked at it today just to remind me how long it had been. Sent something to chance. I'm sorry, I don't see you in our records. Who are you trying to get a hold of? I'm like, are you serious? Like, I just told you I spoke to the owner in her email. I'll send you the, the, the thread. Like, are you for real? This isn't just me. Hundreds. I saw fate. I have seen Facebook posts about it. What's going on with SPE? I've ordered my fuel disaster prevention kit. It's been three months. I haven't gotten it. I can't get a hold of anybody. This drain valve is leaking. I don't want it to leak. I'm like, for real? Like, man, that's that's horrible. That's that's not good. I believe wholeheartedly in customer service. Customer service is what brings people back. I just don't get it. You guys are missing a very, I don't run a business. Again, I'm a nobody. You guys are missing a crucial piece of your business and it's your customer service. I know you need to hire people. 
stop taking all these orders. It's not about the money. It'll come. Take care of your customers. Or at least take care of me so that I can reiterate to my crew, my following, my train. Yes, get SP. They will take care of you. I don't think five emails, text messages, phone calls, and no response. I think there's no excuse for that. Every one of you guys, everyone, I'm a nobody. I'm not running a business. Every one of you guys who responds to me over Instagram, I don't know who these dudes, over Facebook, I don't know these dudes, over YouTube, I don't know these dudes. I respond to every single one of you guys. It's important to me. Every comment doesn't get a response, but I will acknowledge you with a thumbs up or heart. I am acknowledging you. I, I read your comment. I appreciate you taking the time to watch. That makes me want to do my job more. Makes me want to put out not trash because lately right now, it seems like trash is selling on the internet, on YouTube. It is. I am tired of it, man. I am putting out, I feel, hold on, I got to turn this heat down because I'm about to burn out this garage. I am tired of, of dealing. I forgot what I was going to say. Um, I'm, to tell you, we're dealing with, with the stuff on, on YouTube that is, is trash. I'm sitting here trying to put out, at least I think, quality content about the best truck on the road, the Ford Super Duty. I am not bad-mouthing my product. I so wholeheartedly believe in the Ford Super Duty. It's what I love. It's what I talk about. It's what I promote all the time. Why is trash selling? I'm trying to help. I'm trying to teach. I'm trying to educate. I'm trying to, to pass on to the next generation of folks that are going to be working on, on these trucks. And it just seems lately that individuals who make content are just making content to put content up and they're, they're not thinking about They're putting out pollution. It's negativity. The ones it's, I can't stand is the uh, customer satisfaction and the recall ones. That is going to be an upcoming one. video for sure. Talking about those two things. There's a big difference between the two. One's man. One's mandated and one is Ford saying, hey, we have a problem. We want to fix it for you. People jump to conclusions. People need to slow down. I'm guilty of it myself. 
but people get these notices in the mail and automatically assume that it's a recall. And that is usually not the case. If it was a recall, brother, brothers, brethren, you're going to be watching your local Fox News. Ford now issues giant massive recall on four trucks. That's a recall. You're going to hear about it from the National Highway Traffic and Safety Board. You're going to hear it on your local news. It's going to be nationwide. It's a recall. They have to let everybody know. Customer satisfaction programs. They're not recalls, player. You're not going to hear about them on the news. It's two totally different things. And people, again, taking this out of context, make a video, title it, recall, when in fact it's not a recall, and just skyrockets in, in, in watch time and pollution. I just don't agree with... I mean, people might not agree with some of my content, but I really try to make it relatable and truthful and somewhat concise and to the point so that each of you guys can follow and fix your truck. Because I know sometimes you guys don't want to bring it into me because I can't work on it for free. There's a charge. Everybody's got to make money. And... Uh, um, I offer you guys come in and, and check me out. I, I'm taking appointments. I am booked up into the end of July right now. Um, it's it's what I do. It's what it's what we do at, at the dealer. Um, there's you know a reason a reason why people come to to uh, Bill Brown. And it's to get great customer service. It's to get great repairs done on their vehicles. It's, it, it doesn't happen overnight. Word of mouth spreads like a wildfire. Generations and generations of people coming back to this dealership. I actually met a subscriber who lives in North Carolina doesn't know anything about me. I hadn't talked to this individual. He had just reached out to me on email. Just bought a brand new 2020 Dually 350 and was talking talking about um, uh, 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 this area. You know, hey, well, you know, where are you from? I told him, he's like, oh, no way. I, I grew up over here. I'm like, get out of here. No way. I bought my first car from Bill Brown. No way. What's the chances of that? So cool um, to have seen that and to have him full circle come back again. And inadvertently, I am connected to that entity. And now he's like almost back at home, but with a different vehicle. So it's something, something, something I so believe in is customer service. And, you know, going back to SPE again, it's just really disappointing because you guys make great shit, man. 
You guys really do. Maybe you guys need like a customer service workshop. I'm trying to be positive, I'm not trying to be negative. I want to Maybe show they you just guys need to hire more people. Hire, yeah. hire, hire me and him. We work on the weekends. Sublet, sublet calls out to us. I got the headset. Oh, phone line <laughs> standing by. I got lucky Shoot. when I ordered some of their products. I'm surprised you even got through. I couldn't even get through. I got before, like last, it was last August. I got the um, the thermostat, the mm-hmm. early open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That thermostat is exactly what it says it is too. Well, and that's what I've heard. Everything SPEs except for the uh, um, um, version one of the fuel water drain valve for the Illumiduties. The second one I've heard is way better with that little like cow titty that comes down almost. Um, oh yeah, works way better. But you guys make that's all I've been hearing. The quality of products, um, maybe not. I heard a couple of guys complain about the uh, cheese grater, the uh, CCV internal catch can, uh, the individual who bought it, I believe made a Facebook post and actually does machining or something for a living. And he looked at this and was, what is this? So I don't know if something needs to be tweaked, but from what I have seen and have heard uh, of other components, um, you guys are knocking out of the park uh, with the products. And um, do they even make anything for OBS? I don't know, but I really wanted to get a hold of either Outdoor Trucks, OutdoorTrucks.com, link in the description. Limitless, link in the description. I, my next thing I want to do, I don't want a cold air intake, but I think it would be really cool if I could get a new cold side cack tube, hot side cack tube, and like the intakes they had looked really cool, but it would be, you know, cack tube, the throttle body, and then either an aluminum colored intake or a different colored intake. Um, I don't know. What do you they guys run a, uh, Did they make a, um, with the butterfly valve? Did they, did they make the piping that goes with that or? I don't know. Cause I, I know they make the upper intake um, and the, the main one that goes to the filter. But um, usually when you get the full intake, you, you have to get rid of the butterfly. Now pusher intakes, they have, excuse me, they have like a variety of colors that got orange. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? <laughs> I haven't seen one before, but can you imagine popping the hood on a duty and seeing these bright orange? You're like, whoa, what the hell is this? This looks awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. There was a guy on uh, on YouTube, I think, he was running compounds and he had a pusher intake on it. And it was all like oh. some color besides, you know, black or or, or raw or or something normal. I think it was like red or orange or something like that. Yeah, they they definitely. Yeah, uh, I think the one I saw was lime green. When I was scrolling through like their website or something, I'm like, oh my gosh, lime green. That would be killer, man. Like Kawasaki green. Yeah. That would be killer. Um, I'm interested. What, what do you? What kind of setup are you guys running? Do you guys have? Um, are you into that? You know, putting the different cack t- the cack tubes on it. Um, 
do you guys did you guys get cold air intakes warm air intakes warm air intake not warm cold air, air intake. warm air intakes um hey but they look cool so they look cool <laughs> it offsets the warm air um <laughs> i don't know i don't know what else to uh to say other than i'm i'm really excited to talk about uh our little goodie we got coming up really excited about it that's it no more uh so make sure to definitely stay tuned to um the channel stay tuned to instagram um i want to make sure that everyone out there has a chance to to uh, see what we're talking about, see and hear uh, the positivity I'm trying to promote uh, surrounding um, the repairs and ownership of having a super duty because it's not only something I deal with every day, uh, but it's a uh, personal because now I uh, own one of these. So um, uh, make sure to get at me and maybe you can light the fire under my ass. I got uh, about a half dozen dudes uh, who've been asking me for shirts. I'm out of double XL and large. I don't have any schmediums, but if you are a schmedium, if there's a demand for it, I'll get you one. But uh, I need to get some. If you guys want to get shirts, check me out on Instagram. Uh, reach out to me, DM me, Facebook, email, whatever. Um, and I got stickers available as well. I don't have any on the bench here. Um, but I want to thank Cody uh, for helping out tonight and uh, Mr. Connor for coming through, being a guest on here um, and uh, just sitting here talking, uh, talking like we do, having fun and uh, passing on some some good info for you guys. So um thanks so much we'll catch you guys all next time